SCP-3935. This thing a quiet madness made. A scandal erupts in a small town involving a pregnant high schooler that leads to shaming, police involvement, and suicide. While this might sound like a typical made-for-TV movie, you know that an SCP report is going to be far stranger than that. SCP-3935 is another in a line of SCPs that is more about the events revolving around an anomaly than the actual anomaly itself. This SCP contains a number of illusions within itself, and everything might not be entirely clear at first glance, but I'll break it down as best as I can. SCP-3935 revolves around the small, fictional town of Salvation, Indiana, which has since been evacuated and quarantined by the Foundation. 3935 itself is an extra-temporal, extra-spatial, non-Euclidean space located beneath Salvation High School, meaning it doesn't follow our normal rules of time, space, or geometry. The actual anomaly itself isn't greatly understood, however, and its effects seem to cover the entire town of Salvation. 3935 is reached only by going through a collapsed section of sub-basement underneath the school, through a small antechamber with a stone arch. Inscribed in the arch are the words, The way below winds deeper, longer, unspeakable its patterns laid, the lost forever damned to wander, this thing a quiet madness made. Most of the 3935 report is about a series of paranormal events that occurred between April 18th and April 23rd, 1976. The first team on the scene to investigate the events were from the FBI's Unusual Incidents Unit. The UIU is a division within the FBI that handles paranormal artifacts and anomalies on behalf of the U.S. government, but they are often in way over their head compared to the SCP Foundation. The UIU agents conducted extensive interviews of the population in order to establish a timeline of events for the week. On Sunday night, two high school girls were walking home from a night church service and reported hearing a voice while passing by the high school, sounding like someone was trying to speak from under the ground. One of them told their mother, but she ignored it. On Monday, several students claim that they can hear voices coming from underneath the pool, but school officials don't notice anything unusual. Several female students in a second-story bathroom report seeing faceless things in the mirrors instead of themselves, although for some reason they aren't bothered by this. During the lunch announcements over the PA system, many students report hearing a third voice, in addition to the normal two students speaking, talking unintelligibly. The report notes that the PA room is near the pool, and the collapsed sub-basement. Students arriving to school on Tuesday note that the Indiana State flag is floating three meters above the flagpole, and the American flag is missing. Students also claim to see nine female figures hanging by ropes from the flagpole, although they disappear immediately after being seen. In a biology class, 
A student that no one recognizes, and is not listed among the Salvation population, suddenly stands up, rolls their eyes back, and descends through the floor. They later reappear above a ceiling panel, and several of the other students insist it was a joke. So far, we see a common theme of many people in Salvation dismissing paranormal events as if they were normal. Another unidentified student was seen around school, although no one can remember any details about their appearance other than they possessed a purple satchel with the word syncope on it, a term connected to the Class of 76 group of interest. A custodian also reports seeing something in the pool, staring at him. On Wednesday, maintenance and custodial staff notice that the entire school is covered in two inches of water, but the principal decides not to close the school. At 7.56 a.m., the entire school hears someone whisper, Hello, into their right ear, a word we'll see crop up multiple times in the report. The school band finds their instruments no longer produce sound, but instead cause some small, black, human-shaped thing to flicker in and out of view in the corner of the room. One student sees a dark figure walking away from the school through the air at an impossible angle, eventually moving out of sight. On Thursday, a senior avoids a dodgeball as it phases through him, but then begins to sink through the floor screaming for help. No one who noticed seems motivated enough to help. The entire school moves vertically a foot off of its foundation, and the vice principal sees something small, grinning at him with too many faces underneath the school before it settles back down. The boys' locker rooms disappear and are replaced with something that screamed, although no one can provide any more details than that. As the students leave, they notice nine young women floating in the air above the parking lot, each mouthing words silently. All witnesses describe the girls' appearances as both ugly and unremarkable, and they vanish at 3 p.m., at which point almost the entire town hears a child's voice saying hello underneath them. In contrast to other paranormal events, the town actually panics over the floating girls, and the principal closes the school for Friday. Despite this, all of the students still show up to school on Friday, waiting in front of the locked doors. None of them can say exactly why they're there. They hear a knock on a window, and look up to the second floor to see a small black humanoid figure floating outside of a classroom. It begins to phase in and out of multiple windows, and students describe its movement as jerky and erratic. The figure finally disappears, the front doors suddenly unlock, and the students all enter. Geometry inside of the school has become non-Euclidean, and as the students walk through the school, they find they are actually moving downwards. All students are now hearing whispers. Some hear drums in the distance, and they also see the arch leading to the entrance of SCP-3935. Suddenly, all of the students shift 50 meters into solid rock and earth, 
where they are encased for 20 seconds before shifting back. All students later report being the only one in the building at the time, and each says they wandered around for a while before coming across a doorway below a doorway, finally entering the sub-basement. They each report seeing three separate visions. A woman crouched over a body of water with her arms in the water and blood surrounding her feet. A burning farmhouse in a grove of trees with nine female humanoid figures floating in the air. And a woman crying and digging in a field until her hands begin to rot and fall off. After the visions, the small black humanoid appears, says hello, nine screaming females appear, and then the students find themselves in their own homes. At this point, UIU agents began administering amnestics to the town, using an early, rather toxic chemical that tended to cause severe damage to human memory centers. Additional anomalous activity is reported throughout the town, such as bodies floating in the sky, human hair and mucus flowing out of taps instead of water, reports of feeling like their facial features were missing, and reports of faceless creatures around the town. A completely still, black humanoid entity is seen appearing and reappearing up and down the main thoroughfare. One woman reports witnessing a crying young woman run into the school and followed her. Although she couldn't find her, she did find the collapsed sub-basement and reported it. The UIU amnestics set in, and most people become convinced that all they saw were hallucinations caused by toxic gases from a factory. The entrance to 3935 is found by contractors, and shortly afterwards, the SCP Foundation comes in. The Foundation sends in a three-man team to explore the area underneath the sub-basement, making it the first documented entry into SCP-3935. They remark that the air feels funny, and the walls are continuing to narrow, until suddenly, one of them falls inexplicably out of sight. The other two hear something behind them, and continue to squeeze forward until they pop out into a larger space. As they look around the space, they notice fog covering the entire chamber, and across a narrow stone bridge, they see a massive structure carved out of stone that heavily resembles the Salvation High School. Beneath the structure is another one, also resembling the school, and beneath that, another one, although they're unsure how far down it goes. They now notice above the stone bridge are nine female figures, their faces obscured by long, white hair. The females appear to rapidly teleport backwards until they reach the school entrance, at which point their faces become visible, and the two Foundation personnel recoil. The females disappear, but the agents hear many voices whispering in the distance, so they head towards the school. The geometry of this stone replica is non-Euclidean, making things increasingly confusing. Unrecognizable faces watch them through windows as they walk through the school, and they finally reach the auditorium. The nine female figures appear around one of the agents, their movements erratic and their bodies contorted, 
and suddenly both them and the agent disappear, leaving only one left. The females reappear, silently following the last agent, until he comes face to face with a small black humanoid figure sitting upside down on the ceiling. This figure says one word, hello, a bell tolls for 20 seconds, the agent's camera goes out, and a snapping noise is heard. Each of the three agents radios come back on over the next few hours, in a combination of screaming, laughing, and rambling nonsense. They mention darkness down below, and the tenth down below is the madness, waking something up. The transcription mentions wet choking sounds and splashing, so water or some other liquid must be involved. An unidentified voice says hello again, and finally all three radios go silent permanently. The Foundation continued to note a number of anomalous activities occurring in Salvation after the town was evacuated. They report seeing a figure dressed as a UIU agent trying to direct people towards the school that disappears upon close examination. One agent reported seeing a small black figure underneath his vehicle that also disappeared, but they continued to report seeing it in their peripheral vision. Many reports of sounds coming from a grove of trees near the high school, where there was a dilapidated house and nine things in the backyard, although the data is expunged. Nine hanging female figures drive off the exploration team, and the house was unable to be located again. The nine females were often seen after dark, each with extremely distended features or no features at all jerkily moving towards agents, only to disappear before reaching them. Multiple reports of bodies floating in a pond outside of town before sinking and disappearing, although no more than nine at a time. The report suggests that this is likely connected to the nine things behind the house in the grove, possibly alluding to graves. We finally get some answers, although perhaps not all of them from an interview conducted in 2002 with a woman who taught at the school in 1976. Unfortunately, due to the toxic amnestics used on the town, her memory is rather faulty. The woman recalls that Salvation was a quiet and tight-knit community that barely had any crime. She says that kids would go out into the woods and rile each other up about ghosts they thought they saw out there. And she does mention seeing strange things, like seeing someone waving on the street and then disappearing. She thinks it was just kids playing pranks, although if you remember, it was common for the people of Salvation to brush off paranormal events as jokes. After being asked about the high school, she says that they had a student disappear once, and she was last seen by the pool. She then switches her pronoun and says that nobody ever saw them again, and people ended up saying they just ran away. She says some of them were problem children, and maybe it was better for them. She goes on to say that the church was very important in town, and a girl got pregnant out of wedlock, causing quite a scandal. A lot of people were very upset about it, but the woman doesn't even remember the girl's name. 
She recalls that the girl came to her once and told her that she was hearing a knocking sound while sitting on the bleachers. The girl also said she saw things sometimes. And curiously, the woman says that the girl said hello too many times, like it was the only word she knew. The woman also uses the word hello a number of times randomly through the interview. They apparently found a cheerleader hanging in the woods in an apparent suicide, although she's not quite sure it was the same girl. She had a handwritten note in her hand, with a strange drawing of a building on one side, and a single word repeated over and over on the other. The woman thinks the word was wet or something similar, although she doesn't remember. She recalls seeing a hallucination of a boy floating into a wall and crying for help, but she again writes it off as a prank. When questioned about the sub-basement, the woman shifts uncomfortably and says that the girl asked about it once, as she apparently heard noises coming from it. According to the woman, the girl was very interested in it. Finally, the interviewer shows the woman a picture of the nine female figures, and the woman becomes noticeably pale and short of breath, before saying that those are the cheerleaders, but she's pretty sure there were ten of them. So, we have the aftermath of a story, but we'll have to sort of piece together the story itself, as it's mired in symbolism, faulty memories, and incomplete data. The story itself is about a scandal in a small town involving a pregnancy, an abortion, and suicide. But remember that this is an SCP, and the SCP itself is located beneath the high school. This SCP is not very well understood, but it seems to be somewhat sentient and capable of communication, as well as affecting the town in strange ways. We have reports of strange activity for a while in town that were dismissed or otherwise ignored. A high school cheerleader becomes pregnant out of wedlock, a huge scandal, and the girl becomes increasingly interested in the space beneath the school. The SCP there seems to communicate with her, speaking the word hello and showing her the extra-dimensional space. She eventually is driven to drowning her baby in the pool, and then disappears. How do the other nine cheerleaders fit in? Since no one recognizes them or can remember their names at this point, it's assumed that they did something heinous, which fits with how they are mentioned to have ugly faces. Did they bully the other girl? Did they burn down the house in the grove, or was that the townspeople? Did they commit suicide themselves, or were they killed? We can assume the small black humanoid figure is the aborted baby, but much of the report contains small allusions and metaphors that are frankly lost in this summarization. It is clear, however, that this SCP is about secrets, judgment, suffering, shame, and the urge to bury it all and forget about it. Like I said, in many ways this is a story familiar to you, told through countless books and films, but this just happens to include the weird oddities of an SCP. It isn't that unusual to have a religious small town that shames a young girl because of her actions, and it isn't that crazy that the young girl would be driven to suicide. The realistic aspects of this SCP make it that much more interesting, 
as we can appreciate the horror of this thing a quiet madness made.